Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show. But before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcast, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com 
where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcasts for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. How do you really determine the right kind of support for you when you are in this healing journey? Where is the, where's the jump off point for you figuring out, okay, this is what I need in order to accomplish my goal of stepping into health, healing, growth, whatever that may be. Right. Well, I didn't make a list before I went to therapy, but I did have about three or four very bad experiences until I found the right therapist. And the right therapist kind of found me. I mean, I was referred to her, but I walked into her office, highly defended. That was one of those types of people that the way I coped with my abuse was to be highly defended um, you know, I knew it all. I was, you know, smart and everybody looked up to me and, you know, had that false sense of confidence that wasn't even real, that was hiding the pain inside, that was hiding the emptiness inside. And within five minutes, I told her, I walked in, I said, I'm looking for a therapist who can do this, this, and this. And within five minutes, she said to me, boy, you are really controlling, aren't you? What's underneath that? And she said it very compassionately. And she just broke through my defenses right away. And I started crying. Um, nobody was breaking through my defenses. They were just going along with the game. They were just going along with, yeah, she's smart. She's, you know, she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, she's been abused, but she is so strong and confident. They just bought it and she didn't buy it. So I can't say to you, you know, I had a list or that, I mean, I did go in telling her I wanted, wanted, wanted to work on this, this, and this, but um, I, I just lucked out. I had somebody that I trusted who referred her to me, but I just lucked out. But to answer your question, if you don't feel, you don't have to feel comfortable with the therapist uh, right away. You know, that can take time. It can take time for you to feel comfortable with anybody, but you need to have the sense that the therapist is on your side. Certainly you don't want somebody who's questioning you. You know, why didn't you leave your relationship if it was so bad? No, I don't wanna work with someone ask, asking that question. You know, um, you know, 
are you sure that that happened to you? You know, any question that insinuates that you're exaggerating or making it up or making a big deal out of something, somebody that has the, the, the energy around, well, you can just get over it. Why don't you just get over it? No, no, no. That's not going to be a good therapist for a survivor of abuse of any kind. We don't need to be told that we should get over it. We don't need to, you know, the Facebook you know, messages, you know, look on the sunny side or, you know, you know, keep moving on and you'll get over this and all those positive kind of pseudo positive messages. No, you don't want that from a therapist. If you're working through abuse, you want somebody who's going to meet you with your pain, who's going to have the capacity to have compassion for you that knows what it's either, either they know what it's like to suffer the way you have or they've had lots and lots of clients who know it and they can meet you there. They can meet you with your suffering. They don't have a need to talk you out of it or to whitewash it. They know it about it and they wanna hear about it and they wanna be there for you. That's what I would look for. We'll be right back to the show, my friend, but I wanted to let you know about our brand new podcast community for Think Unbroken Podcast. I know that for so many trauma survivors like myself, for the longest time, I felt alone, like nobody got it, nobody understood, and that I was just going to have to figure this out on my own. But that's not true. And the reason why we created our brand new Think Unbroken Academy podcast community is so that we can bring all the members of the Unbroken Nation together in a place where we can learn, grow, heal, change, and transform our trauma into triumph. I would love to have you come and be a part of the brand new community. Just check out thinkunbrokenacademy.com or click the link in the podcast description. And I cannot wait to see you there, my friend. Again, just head over to thinkunbrokenacademy.com. And until then, be unbroken. There's something about the practicality of it that I think that maybe other modalities miss out on. Um, for the sake of conversation and those who perhaps formed, kind of take us through the top to bottom of, of what Gestalt is, what it means, and, and, and how it works in the, the healing journey. Yeah, for sure. If I may, I'm just going to put it through the lens of the adult chair model that I created, if that's okay with you, because it's all Gestalt there, or a big part of it is Gestalt. So Gestalt is all about really you hear people use the term the empty chair technique so you can put different personas or parts of ourselves in these chairs and it can become your mother your father or even a part of yourself let's say the perfectionist let's say it's the victim and then you can work with those parts whether they're part of you inside or part of you out or part or, or someone outside of yourself it's powerful powerful work but with the adult chair model it's based on three distinct aspects of your life. It's a whole life journey that we take. So we start out as children. So the first, there's three chairs. The first chair is the child chair. It's from the age of zero to six. This is when we learn all about true emotions, true needs, spontaneity, passion, intimacy, and vulnerability from the age of zero to six. After the age of six is when the ego starts to drop in. That is from the age of about seven to 24-ish. <clears throat> excuse me, this is what we call the adolescent chair. So really it's from pre-adolescence, adolescence to adolescence. So the adolescent chair is all about ego stuff. So think about, again, victim, codependent, narcissist. Um, this is where we learn not to live in the moment because the ego always lives in the past and the future. It's always on guard. It's based in fear. 
this is where we make up stories and assumptions. We really want to go in, we go into our heads and we go, I think I didn't get invited to the party because so-and-so doesn't like me when really we don't know what's true. Really, maybe the email was lost. This is where we are reactionary. This is where we have rage. This is where we defend instead of feeling our emotions. So it's not a bad part of who we are, but it does take some understanding. And what we want to do with the adolescent is get to know these parts. The third part of who we are is our adult, what I call the adult chair. This is the healthiest version of self. We move in here around the age of 25-ish if we had modeling that showed us how to do it. We quite naturally slide into this adult chair. In the adult chair, we are present moment. We live with fact and truth. We're compassionate. We know how to tune into our child part, the inner child, which is where we feel our emotions and we don't react to them, but instead we process and then we respond. This is where we have compassion, again, for self, for others. This is where we're strong. We can set boundaries. Um, we're very aware in this chair. So that's the goal. So no matter what ailment or what issue that we have, we're able to plug into these three chairs. So when I have clients, when I used to have clients, they would come into my office. I'd have three chairs that were set up and I'd say, do a check-in from the chairs. So this is that gestalt therapy. And I'd have people, let me give you an example. I remember this girl came in and she was hysterically crying. And I said, what's going on? She said, oh my God, I'm going to lose my job. I know I'm going to lose my job. And I said, well, do a check-in from the chairs. And she jumped in the adult chair and she says, I'm going to lose my job. And I said, is that fact and truth? Because from our adult, we live in fact and truth in this very moment. She says, that it is true. And I said, how do you know? And she says, well, everyone else um, that has been hired up to me has been let go, or excuse me, after me has been let go. So I'm next on the list. I said, so is that an assumption that you're getting fired or is that truth? She says, well, it's an assumption. I said, get over, you're in your adolescent chair. And she says, oh, wow, okay. And I said, so that's not true. That's an assumption. And I said, what do we know that's true? And then she said, well, my boss loves me. He says he can't do anything without me. I'm his right hand. You know, she went on and on. And I said, so we don't even know that you're ever going to get fired. I said, but we do want to be adults about this. So let's go ahead and send a resume out. Let's start thinking through this just in case. As it turns out, she never even got fired. In fact, she, um, she ended up leaving on her own because she was always worried about getting fired. But this is how we typically show up from this adolescent chair. We show up from this part of us that lives in fear that lives in story and assumption that's not even, I mean, and when we ask ourselves what's fact and truth, boom, we snap out of that fear because most of the time that fear isn't real and that's where we live. I think that there's some truth that the truth will set you free. And, and I wanna go into that a little bit deeper here because I wanna know about the impact that going on this journey has actually had in your life. Mm, wow. It has, uh, if you had told me eight years ago, I'd be doing today what I'm doing now, I would have laughed you off the face of the earth because you know, I've mentioned a retreat program I'm part of. I went into that first retreat calling myself the holy exception. I'm a Christian, so my life's based off the Bible. And I went in saying that everything in the Bible was good enough for everybody else but me. I was too screwed up, too far gone. I was a waste of space. I was imploding again. And, and I went in with that mindset. And just through, through the opportunity to be, through the opportunity to be real, 
and to kind of start taking, taking off those masks. And we talked a lot about having to forgive ourselves. And that's a hard part. That's, that's a critical part of this healing and the grieving. You talked about needing to grieve our stories. I did not realize how much loss my story has. And, and some of this, I, I learn about myself the more I speak. You know, when, when I say I didn't have a chance to have a normal childhood, that's more of a realization that's come up in the last year. And I, I think I knew that, but I didn't know how to put words to it. But it starts making more sense. So I, I think that the whole grief journey is a critical part of our stories that cannot be bypassed. I had different times where I just totally lost it. My greatest fear was realized and my greatest fear was shattered all at the same time. My greatest fear, and probably the same for many of your listeners, if I tell somebody, I'm going to cry and I'm never going to stop. And that was my greatest fear. And yeah, I cried. And I cried hard. And I'm like, <gasps> heaving, crying for 10 minutes. And yet that circle of friends you talked about came beside me. They knew what was going on and they just, they just loved me and accepted me and let me cry. And they grieved with me. And then my greatest fear stopped. I did stop because at some point in time, that well of grief will empty. It may not fully empty. There's still little things like now, you know, when it comes back, but it's not a debilitating grief. It's more of a sadness and a thankfulness for the healing that has happened. I never want to be disconnected from the emotion of everything I have gone through because I disconnected myself emotionally for decades, for over four decades. Because again, I just went into recovery from an eating disorder in 2016. So I had all that time where I didn't know how to deal with emotions. I never want to disconnect again. But because of the hard work, those emotions don't overtake me to the point that I can't control them. The, the anger I feel at the injustice that was done to me is no longer rage. I, I have reached a point, and for some this feel sounds really weird, but I have reached a point where I am able to have compassion against my rapist. Not everybody gets to that point, but I get, I'm able to get to that point now because my situation happened in the early seventies. Rape was not on the radar. It wasn't something to be, to be discussed. No one knew to ask anything and I didn't know to say anything. So if it wasn't on the radar for me, what was Bobby experiencing where he acted out that was an angle it took me a long time to get through and to get to. And not everybody gets there and you're not expected to get there. That's just where I've ended up with my work. But that is the power of grief because until we own our story, we can't grieve our story. That first year retreat, that's what happens. I owned my story. I was in denial about my story. I hated my story and I hated myself. And I didn't think I was lovable because I had no experience saying I was lovable. As far as I knew, nobody cared. 
because they sure had a funny way of showing it. And I left that experience of being around these people, knowing that I had some value. But mostly, I, I learned to forgive, start forgiving myself. Not that I did anything wrong that day, but forgiving myself and letting myself off the hook for not dealing with it up to now. And, and, and healing, when Michael and I were saying that those first three years of healing are hell, this is what we mean. This is some of the stuff, the gut level stuff that has to be worked through in order to be able to start building on that foundation. Because you're not going to believe that you're worthy if you're still blaming yourself for something. And you might be blaming yourself for something that's a total lie. But it's truth to us because that's all we've ever known until we have other people in our lives come in and help shatter that lie and start speaking that truth to us. Because just like Michael said, it's the truth that sets us free. And we have to set that story straight. We've told ourselves a story about what happened ever since it happened. But that story isn't fully accurate. And that's what has to get worked out. And that's where that gut-wrenching first few years comes in because you, you're facing your story. And, and that means letting somebody challenge you to the different characters that are in it. And did this person really play that role? And what role did you really play? And, 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 you, and you okay, so you know, for me, it came into blaming myself. I woulda, shoulda, coulda. I lived in woulda, shoulda, coulda land for so long. And I learned that I was putting... 50-year-old expectations on a seven-year-old. And I wasn't being fair. I wasn't helping that seven-year-old little girl heal. That seven-year-old little girl was just, you know, thinking, hey, the cool, there's something to see in the woods. Childhood curiosity. But I had to forgive myself for that because, again, not that I did anything wrong, but the story I had told myself is what was wrong. And that's where I had to let myself off the hook so that I could then own the real story of what happened, put the responsibility where it really belonged and continue to own that and then start feeling that grief so that I could work through that and finally realize that the rape was not my fault. That was the hardest homework my counselor ever gave me. When I first told her and we were first dealing with it, was 10 times a day, look in the mirror and say out loud, the rape was not my fault. And up to then I had said, it wasn't my fault. And she's like, no, not it, name it. The rape was not my fault. And the first two days it was, the rape was not my fault. The rape was not my fault, you know, very dispassionate. And then I started changing, the rape was not my fault. The rape was not my fault. The rape was not my fault. And it became emphasis on different words. And now it's truth. I, it was true before, but now I believe it. That's some of the stuff that we're talking about. Hey, Unbroken Nation, we'll be right back to the show. But I wanted to let you know that you can grab a copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, 
for free. If you go to book.thinkunbroken.com, you can download the PDF ebook version of the book and get everything that I know about the baseline of healing trauma for free downloaded to your email right now. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to download your copy of Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma for a PDF for your phone. Again, that is book.thinkunbroken.com. Codependency mm-hmm. lived in trying to get other people to acknowledge me through through sex, through all of these things, and not understanding and realizing like it started with the reflection in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the shift of reframing that you had within the relationship of yourself, despite the hardships of the lessons that you learned. So I think the easiest way to tell you is to tell you a quick story. When I was 25 years old, and I spoke about this on stage. I'd come to this precipice in my life where I had, I had adopted four children, but it had been incredibly tumultuous that year. We would go to court and I would think they were going to walk home with my last name. And this is a five-year journey, five years trying to adopt them. And so we would get a court date and I had all the, all the best dresses for pictures and all the signs that would say, I became a Reichman today. And three times we went to court expecting that their last name would be Reichman. And three times it was postponed and I was heartbroken. I had lost a baby that year. I had pulled away from my husband. I mean, everything was falling down around me, everything. And as my version of rock bottom, I looked myself in the mirror and I knew like, if I can't figure out what's missing. If I can't figure out in me, what can spark me again, I'm going to lose everything. And I started on this healing journey by going back to church. And I had these mentors that would talk to me. And I really started recognizing that my relationships, I couldn't change how my husband treated me or, or how my mom responded to me or how people in life respond to me or chose not to when they, you know, kind of turned away, but I could respond, I could control my response to it. So I could control not firing back if someone was negative to me and I could control a loving environment when my children were having hard moments and really things started getting better. Because I stopped living reactively and I really gave the opportunity for kind of a breathing moment before I would respond and I would start winning in my relationship. So my marriage got better because when my husband would say something hurtful and there's so much to unpack there, my husband is an amazing man. We have a great relationship. I grew up, I was very verbally abusive to him, especially in our younger years. And, and we would, it would be oil and vinegar. And I stopped being that version of me. I really started controlling what came out of my mouth and what went into my brain. And I started controlling the narrative in my head about my day. And I started setting intentions about, about what my day would look like and what I was going to accept and not accept from other people and from myself in the way that they treated me. And I started to, when I say I started to win at relationships, I believe that confidence is really a small series of wins. So I started winning in my relationships because I started changing the narrative by changing the way I responded. 
even to negative feedback. And then professionally, I started winning small micro wins. It might be that I made payroll and I got an email from someone that said, hey, you changed my life. Now, I don't want to miscommunicate that affirmations from the world are what you need in order to build your own confidence. However, it all works simultaneously because when you're a part of a good community, they will help build you up when you're weak because we all have these moments where it's hard for us to pull ourselves out. So being involved in a right community, I think will help build your confidence. But for me, confidence isn't like you can wear a certain kind of clothes or it's not you look a certain way. Confidence is the ability to step in a room 100% comfortable with who you are, regardless of what's going on around you. That would be the, the definition of confidence, in my opinion. Confidence is the ability to be able to step in any room and be comfortable in who you are, regardless of what's going on around you. Because for a lot of time in my life, my confidence depended on, on what the temperature of the people around me or how I thought they felt or thought about me. And when I became really confident with who I was and what I had to offer, it was almost this period of just rest instead of this anxious anxiety of, am I going to be accepted? We'll be right back to the show, my friend, but I wanted to let you know about our brand new podcast community for Think Unbroken Podcast. I know that for so many trauma survivors like myself, for the longest time, I felt alone, like nobody got it, nobody understood, and that I was just going to have to figure this out on my own. But that's not true. And the reason why we created our brand new Think Unbroken Academy podcast community is so that we can bring all the members of the Unbroken Nation together in a place where we can learn, grow, heal, change, and transform our trauma into triumph. I would love to have you come and be a part of the brand new community. Just check out thinkunbrokenacademy.com or click the link in the podcast description. And I cannot wait to see you there, my friend. Again, just head over to thinkunbrokenacademy.com. And until then, be unbroken. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review, and you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company serving collectors since 1945. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.